Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined Beyond the Mic with one of the executive producers for New Stars five-part docuseries Leavenworth, an official selection of the 2019 Tribeca TV Festival. It is David Check. David, welcome. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Sean. Let's go Beyond the Mic. Leavenworth is centered on Clint Lawrence, who's serving a 19-year sentence for murder at the U.S. Penitentiary in Leavenworth. It's a military prison, so there's more to this story than meets the eye. I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, first off, I would like to say that there's certainly been uh, there's certainly been a lot of projects, um, television projects that center around the criminal justice system, but not nearly as many that focus on the military justice system. And you know, I think for a lot of people that are out there. What do they know about the military justice system? They know Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise and a few good men, and you can't handle the truth. And that might be the extent of their knowledge in a lot of respects. So we felt that when we started to tackle this project that we were um, hoping to create a national conversation about the military justice system that has not been touched upon too much in the past. And uh, the story is... Very quickly, uh, Clint Lawrence, the first lieutenant in the U.S. Army in 2012, he was stationed in Afghanistan. He had just taken over a platoon. He was in charge of the unit. Um, he was in the Zahari district uh, of Afghanistan and a very uh, a kinetic area for Taliban activity. He was in charge of his unit, and uh, three days off into his tenure, they were on patrol. Three locals on motorcycles uh, were approaching their patrol. Clint perceived it uh, to be a threat, and he ordered his platoon members to, uh, to engage, to shoot. Yes, eventually, uh, two of the locals were killed. There was a military investigation, a court-martial hearing that followed. Uh, nine platoon members testified, and they all testified against Clint. Clint was convicted, and he's currently serving a 19-year sentence at Leavenworth. He's already served seven years. So that's where we are currently at with the story. He is eligible for parole come November, and obviously no one can predict what are going to be the results of that parole hearing. So that's where we stand. You brought up a few good men. People have seen JAG, but there's more to the military justice system than meets the eye. You guys are taking a look and examining that in a totally incredible way with this story. Well, 100%. And, you know, first off, uh, Paul Pulowski the director who is not with us here today, but I can channel him for a moment and say that he first came upon the case uh, through one of his contacts and he began to document it. He began to uh, shoot with Clint's family. He began to shoot at Leavenworth Prison uh, with, uh, with Clint, and he also gained access uh, to the legal team. So that was the first step, and we always knew from from inception, that should this project get greenlit, that we were going to have to get multiple perspectives. And so once we did get greenlit, we set about pursuing the platoon members who had testified against Clint, and we interviewed a number of those in North Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia. And then we also um, we had a crew in Afghanistan to interview the locals, the families of that, whose relatives were killed on that day. We really set about to tell this story in a diligent 
and in disciplined and balanced fashion and with responsibility to, if you're producing a documentary in its purest form, um, it needs to showcase all perspectives. And that's what we set about doing. How has this project changed your thoughts on the balance of guilt and innocence? Um, what I would say there is, you know, the fog of war is a very complicated, uh, nuanced concept. That when you send young people out to war, uh, to battle, and they are fa- faced with literally life and death uh, decisions that, yes, and they need to make these decisions in split seconds. I mean, I can't imagine as a 23-year-old having to grapple with that. And really all I could hope is if I was put in that situation that all, you know, that the training uh, uh, that I had received and the intel that I had would, uh, would help me uh, make an informed uh, decision. But, you know, it is, I mean, it is a, you know, I mean, it's a very difficult situation that these young people are put into. And what's so tragic about this incident is there are casualties uh, yes, on all sides, uh, both metaphorically and literally. And, um, you know, uh, Clinton Leavenworth for 19 years, his family has to deal with that anguish on a daily basis. Uh, the platoon members that testified against him uh, believe that they witnessed a murder. Uh, the Afghan locals uh, lost family members. So my background is in sports and where I'm used to dealing with very uh, definitive outcomes, uh, winning and losing. That is not the case here. It's a far more nuanced uh, look because, again, the, uh, the story is not over and there are, and there's a lot of anguish on all sides. We're beyond the mic with David Check, one of the executive producers of the five-part docuseries Leavenworth on Stars. David, what was the main factor? What was the main reason that you had to be part of this project? Well, I think it was uh, the uniqueness of the story. I mean, uh, what I mentioned a little earlier about the military justice uh, being a topic that has not really been uh, tackled uh, too much in the nonfiction space. So that certainly was uh, drew my interest. Uh, the second part of just how layered and fascinating the story was and how gut-wrenching it is. I mean, Clint being uh, the only person in Leavenworth uh, to be incarcerated for murder that did not fire a shot. That fact uh, drew me in as well. And the challenge of gathering uh, these uh, these myriad perspectives and bringing them all in uh, into a cohesive narrative. And the responsibility of telling this story in a disciplined and balanced fashion. So, you know, I mean, I've been in sports again all my life. Uh, This was something that was incredibly different for me, um, except for the fact uh, that as I've done in my past, and Paul has as well, we've told stories. This was just a different kind. So instead of uh, contextualizing baseball or basketball uh, statistics, we were contextualizing court transcripts. So, um, I mean, again, uh, the unique aspect of it, and I think also the ability to create a national conversation you know, on a topic that merits it. And if yeah, as you might know, uh, Steven Soderbergh, you know, he's an executive uh, producer on this as well. And and when we first spoke to him about it, it was pretty clear that what drew him in was the layered and nuanced aspects 
of the story. Time's running out, so it's time for the Rocky Nate. First thing that comes to your mind, no pressure. What's the one thing that you learned this week that's changed your perspective on this entire Leavenworth project? Uh, what I've learned really is, you know, this story that we're tackling or that we have tackled um, is both a timeless in nature and the fact that in the long and illustrious history of our country, generations of individuals uh, have served our country and sacrificed for our country. But at the same time, it's a very a topical story with uh, what's going on in the Middle East and, and uh, you know, you have some pulling troops back and the fact that Afghanistan uh, continues to be uh, the longest uh, conflict that America's maybe ever been ensconced in. And um, it seems like uh, that in tangential ways, uh, what we have done tends to be on the headlines or in the papers on a daily basis. Favorite sport? Favorite sport, well, hold on now. Favorite sport to watch or to play? Because those are two different questions. Okay, favorite sport to watch. Favorite sport to watch at this point, I would say, would be basketball. Favorite sport to play would also be basketball. But, you know, but I'm in my 50s right now, and that's not a sport that 50-plus uh, people can play without risking some serious injury. But, but you ask me what's aspirational for me. So, so I would still say basketball. Least favorite mode of transportation? Buses, I would say, because I get nauseous. Favorite place to vacation? Love Santa Barbara, uh, close to the water, very kind of hip area, a great food. It's a place if you're athletic, uh, you, have a lot of, you have a lot of options. Last family member you called on your phone? That would be my daughter because it was her birthday yesterday. What's the next project you're looking to work on? Well, I'm currently working on a, um, a sneaker uh, culture series, which, by the way, yes, I know you're calling me from Lubbock. And um, we're actually doing something with uh, Cheryl Swoops right now, a, a Texas tech grad who brought you guys a national championship. So I'm trying to bring that full circle here. And finally, if you were going to be arrested for a crime, what would it be? Uh, demonstrating for a cause that I believed in. He last called his daughter for her birthday, reminds people the fog of war is a complicated and nuanced concept and loves to watch basketball. He's one of the executive producers of the Stars docuseries, Leavenworth. David Check, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.